Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Good evening, everybody. This is the second edition of our Chat and Chew series. We're so excited to have you tune in. As always, I'm Tyler, Sister So Glow. Um, is putting on this fabulous edition. Uh, we will be talking about the beauty of alone time with none other than Miss Trinity McNair, a fabulous individual. Tell everybody about who Trinity Leandra is. Oh Lord. <laughs> I didn't say your last name. <laughs> well, um I mean just a little background about me. I my name is Trinity, as Tyler's already mentioned. I just turned twenty-eight. Woo woo. I'm a Taurus proud. Um right now I work in the uh, banking industry. I work in the finance industry um i don't feel that that is a forever move i'm so open to uh, um i'm open to boundless opportunities i will say that but for now i am in the banking industry and um i'm just you know growing and developing you know this year has been my year of focusing on bettering myself as an individual so I've kind of just been focused on my personal development and my personal growth. So this has been a year of that so far. Yeah, 2020 is like you have 2020 vision for yourself this year. I definitely feel the shift in just your overall. Yeah, I just I really do. I think 28 is going to be the time that you really step into. You already have, but without apologies, which is something we always talk about. Yes, unapologetic. unapologetic, and I, I, I mean that's one of the reasons why when I was sitting down thinking about the different topics that we would cover in this podcast, I you were immediately obviously the first person I thought of, but I'm like you know Trinity is an expert in so many things. She's so wise, but I think if anything, I've always been amazed at her ability to really love who she is, love her alone time, and be comfortable in the silence. And I was just telling my dad earlier, he was like, oh, well, y'all can tell people a list of activities to do while they're alone. I'm like, but see, that's the problem with our generation is we find things to fill the loneliness and the void. So we latch onto these activities, but you have seamlessly just owned it and love it. And you don't, you're you're not phased by it. Why is that? You know, try to make sure that I convey this message when at first when you are you know alone and uh it's a huge transition (laughs) 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 when you're accustomed to always being around people and always you know having somebody there when you are you know 
forced sometimes to be alone. It's it's a hard transition. I'm not gonna make it seem like it's this this smooth thing because that's not the case. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, you know, with everything in life, we always want to make sure that we are adjusting our perception because sometimes the situation can't change. Mm. So sometimes the situation you're in is you can't change it. You know, sometimes you're stuck. You have to work at this job because this is what you have to do until you can financially save up and you're stuck. Mm-hmm. So you can't change the job. You can't change your coworkers. You can't change your family. You can't sometimes you just cannot change the situation. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Do you smother yourself and do you do you drown? Or do you try to change your mindset and try to change your perception of the same situation? Yeah. So for me, that's become, that is why I learned to embrace my alone time. And it was like, for me, you know, I know I can be candid, so I'm going to. <laughs> Go ahead. We have no filter on this channel. Okay, good. <laughs> I, when I broke up with my ex-boyfriend, it was mm-hmm. kind of just, that was what the transition was. It was, I was so used to having him around all the time and I was already in a phase where I, I messed up a lot of my friendships. So he was the only one that was kind of like my last companion. And then it was, you know, I know I held on to that relationship because I was afraid of the idea of, you know, I have to really realize that after I break up with him, I am going to be alone for a while. Mm. And I'm not going to have the luxury of groups of friends to keep my mind off of my breakup. And I'm not, I'm going to have to endure this one alone. And that was when I struggled with depression. And you remember it was a very low, yeah. dark time for me in my life. But mm-hmm. that was also when I realized that it was imperative for me to cleave to Christ mm. and really and really, really not run from myself anymore. I was tired of running from myself, running from my thoughts, running from my pain, running from my anger. It was time for me to sit down, mm. be alone, and deal with all of those silent thoughts that you can run away from when there's someone else in the midst. Wow. That's deep, friend. And I think that you you said it didn't happen overnight. And I I mean, I've been in your mountain highs and in your valley low moments. <laughs> <laughs> so I, if I know that. But I think, like, the biggest thing that you just said, you said two things that stood out to me. You said clean to God, and we're going to come back to that because that's actually a good segue to my next question for you. You say you clean to God, but you said you sat down and dealt with all of the stuff that you don't have time to deal with when you're with somebody else. For somebody who, for, and I, I will be honest, and me and you talk about this all the time, for somebody who thrives on human interaction and needing the affirmation of people and the company of people, how, what advice would you give to them to to sit down, like you just said, and unpack the things that are maybe hindering them or things that issues that they've allowed to fester over time. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That one is, was levels, friends, to that question. Repeat it one more time. Yeah, okay, so I guess my... <laughs> I just got to move the camera. My first part of the question is... For those people who are, so you're a, um, 
You're extroverted introvert. For people who are extrovert, period, who need to be around people like me, who want affirmation and validation and all these things, like how do you advise somebody like that to sit down and deal with themselves without others around? Mm, how do I advise? You know, I think, um, really I'm going to think back to how I, how I talk to myself. I wasn't always an extroverted introvert. Mm-hmm. I was the extrovert. Yeah. And I could not, I could not function without people around me. I mean, I lived in open, my, when I lived on campus, you know, mm-hmm. I had an open door policy. Yeah. You know, you're liable to two o'clock in the morning come to my room and there's somebody else in there. Yeah. I always had people around me. So I think that coming from the stance where I was an extrovert, I, <laughs> the, the best the, the best piece of advice I would give to myself back then that's tough Ooh, that's tough it's tough it's tough because our culture is so dependent on others it's kind of like it really is making an intentional conscious choice to say I'm gonna cancel out the distractions or I'm gonna silence everybody's voice to listen to my own voice right yeah to someone that's that is an extrovert would be to just um I think I would stress that the, the point that I already made that um you can't avoid I know that we think that we can always have somebody around and uh, and avoid those silent thoughts but those they're not avoidable mm. so even there's always going to be a moment where we you're going to be alone as the extrovert. Yeah. And as much as we want to avoid that alone moment, it's going to happen. So those silent thoughts that you're trying to run away from, I challenge, I would challenge someone to embrace those, those moments and, and try maybe to hear what yourself is saying. Mm. Um, because honestly, you would be surprised that what you learn from yourself and what you, and what you need to, uh, give yourself peace. Wow. So as an extrovert, we would always think, like, I know for me, let me talk about myself. For me, I felt that I needed other people around me. Like, I needed that to to be okay, mm-hmm. in a way. You know, I felt like when I would be alone, I would struggle being sad and being depressed and da da So I need to keep people around me so I can stay happy and be goofy and da 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 Right. This was this was my defense mechanism. I always wanted somebody around because as long as somebody's around, I'm going to embrace the good vibes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then now on the other side of that, I've realized, yes, I love my friends and I love spending time with my friends. But I also love being alone because there's there's a peace that I get that that you don't get when you're around other people, when you're by yourself. But that peace only comes once you've been through the process that I've tried to mention in the beginning, and you you you've embraced your silence. Mm. Until you embrace your silence, you won't really enjoy this peace. But once you embrace your silence, there's a peace in being alone that is just it's it's not explainable. Wow! There's, you 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 learn so much from yourself, and it's like you give you it's like recharging a battery. Mm-hmm. You recharge and you feel reno- re- renovated and rejuvenated, and you're you're ready to go again. Mm-hmm. That's what being alone does. Mm. Wow. Now that's, for me. 
Yeah, no, I know for you, and that's why you're the perfect person to talk about this because you just eloquently are able to, you're able to communicate everything. And I hate to like, I'm going to make it spiritual just for a minute. Everything that God promised us, like the peace that surpasses all understanding is once you turn inwardly. So whatever you do, whether it's meditation, whether it's prayer, whatever it is to get back to that inner voice, that is where you find your true center. So you're right. And I think about, I know you hate that I love this song, but I think about Solange's song, Cranes in the Sky. And she said, like, (laughs) she just says, like, kind of talking, talking about, about the point that you made earlier about when you were going through your breakup, your traumatic breakup, you know, those things impact us and it changes the way we process, the way we unpack, the way we internalize moving forward. So she said, you know, I drank it away. I danced it away. I, I spin it away. Like I did all these things to get away from my own self. And I kept hitting these cranes in the sky. So it's like, until you sit down, like that stuff is going to manifest in your relationships, like romantic and with your friends, because it'll just come out this, you can't mask unhappiness. You can't mask it. You can't. It's no. Gonna, it's going to manifest in some way in your life. Yeah. So you have to deal with it. Yeah. You can't always run from it. So yeah. I, I mean, for me, yeah, I was trying to run. Until you embrace it, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to manifest in some way. Yeah. No, that's a good point because, so in translating you the beauty of alone time, how important do you think alone time is? And we talk about this. I mean, we talk about all of this, but alone time is different than loneliness. Being alone and being lonely are different. Why do you think they're different? Um, okay, so, like, for instance, um, being lonely, in my opinion, So what, how, how you are a glass has, half, you are a glass half, glass half full person. I'm like glass half, half. <laughs> I couldn't say it girl. Oh, you are a glass half full person. 
Our culture makes it feel, and we'll talk. We're we're talking about black women. We know that we were going to talk about black women and how we view alone time and loneliness. Why do you think black women or women in our age group are fixated on this idea of loneliness instead of saying maybe I'm just alone for this season? <laughs> She's praising him, y'all. If y'all can see. <laughs> I don't even know if we have time <laughs> for me. I know we had to do like a part two. Yeah, we, we, I really got to give you the short version on that. Um, yeah. I don't even. Oh God, there's so many things I just want to say in this. Okay, let yeah. me start here. And start from the place of. You chose to be alone. You're in a relationship now, but why did you not see yourself as I'm lonely, but I'm alone and I'm confident with being alone. Now I can go into a relationship because I value the alone time I had. Right. Um, I mean, for me, for me, I was in a relationship already. Mm-hmm. My past relationship that felt like, a jail sentence. Yeah. A, a love, any type of relationship should never feel like that. Whether it's romantic, friendship, any kind of relationship should never feel like you are in a jail sentence, like you are locked up and you are unhappy, you are displeased. I strongly, I know that this is this episode is not about that, <laughs> but just I just want to make sure that I just I throw that out into yeah. the atmosphere. If you are ever in a situation where you are unhappy mm. and you don't feel good, I just want to give you the courage. That I did not have sooner mm. to leave. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Don't stay in a situation just because it's comfortable and you, well, we've been together two years. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Listen to yourself. Yeah. Right? So, anyway, I said that to say in my past relationship, I felt like I was serving a jail sentence. Mm. And when I finally mustered up enough courage to finally be done with him and be done with that situation, it it wasn't regret that I felt like, oh, I regret wasting my time, but it was just, I just wish Trinity, why why didn't you just get the backbone and leave him sooner? What were you Mm -hmm. holding on to? I was holding on to this imaginary glimmer of faith that things were going to get better around the bed, and it never happened. So for me, I vowed to myself, I would rather be alone and be happy. Mm -hmm. And not even just like, oh, I can be bad about myself, like some bitter stuff, like not even. Yeah. I would just rather be alone and be patient and move with wisdom mm-hmm. rather than, you know, be naive yeah. and silly and rush into another relationship that's bound to fail and yeah. blow up in my face and end up breaking my heart. At the end of the day, I, guarding my heart is the most important thing to me. Mm-hmm. So if, if that means that I got to be alone for a little bit mm-hmm. and I got to uh, do this thing by myself, that's all right. I'm going to enjoy it yeah. because I refuse to live a life that I don't enjoy. I'm going to enjoy my alone time and I'm going to patiently wait until I feel that God has sent somebody that I should use, I should invest my time yeah. in. Until then, I'm going to invest my time in me. Mm, and not apologize and about it. Period. Yeah. I wish more people could view that because I think there's this trap of of what it means there's this trap of i'm alone which means i'm lonely so i need to find somebody who solves the equation and cancels out both of those things but then you get with the person and you feel alone in a relationship exactly because that goes to show you that that 
answer. Yeah. Yeah. Know the answer. Yeah. Wow, yeah. friend, you just are breezing. You're breezing through all my questions. Goodness. <laughs> so, okay, we talk about this a lot, and this kind of touches on like the mental health thing that I feel like is so important. Because I I know we have all had moments where we allow, where something happens. And I, I, I need to, like, say this. Like, I live alone. Like, right? I live alone. I have been living alone since 18. So there's a lot of things I've had to deal with and unpack myself. But there's also times, like, where my extroverted self is exhausted and I have to retreat. And then I go into this place of... Well, I know I'm alone, but right now in this moment, I feel lonely because I really have to deal with myself. And my family's not here. Nobody's here. Like, Tyler, you have to deal with this. So why do you think, like, it's so easy for us to kind of, like, succumb to this place of wallowing? Like, we should be retreating momentarily and practicing self-care and doing all these pieces. But instead, we're in the room, in the dark. We got the covers over our head. We're not answering our phone. Like, wh- what do you think happens where we can't, like, where we're not able to embrace that? Um, so, for, for me, um, especially, you know, women, uh, minority women in general, we're, we're very um, resilient. Mm-hmm. And on a regular basis, we are required to be these, you know, strong representations of women when we're at work, when we're at home, and mm-hmm. um, so it, 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 even if it's a show, even if it's a, even if it's a facade, it, it takes a lot of energy. Yeah. To, to come off like you're strong, to come off like mm-hmm. you have it all together. So I think that, and when we are alone, we retreat and we finally have a moment. It's not that we're trying to, but you have moments of weakness. You're yeah. tired of being the strong. You're tired of being the superhero. Sometimes you just want to cry. And sometimes you just want to wallow and just be, I'm, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Well, you know why I got to do all of this? I'm, I'm exhausted. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to wallow a little bit. Mm. And I always, even when we wallow, I always encourage my friends. I tell you this all the time. Mm-hmm. It's okay for us to wallow. It's okay for you to have some time when you want to cry. You don't know what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You sad. You got to cry it out. That's okay. People try to make you feel like you're crazy for having moments like that. Yeah. That's, that's fine. When it becomes crazy is when you, you stay there. Yeah. You stay there. Yeah. All right, take you a day or two. Do what you got to do. Yeah. All right, but that third day, we got to get up. We got to move. It's yeah it's too long yeah yeah so i think that that's what it is i feel like we can't always be we can't always be super women yeah we can't we 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 gotta be weak at some point even superman had his kryptonite Mm. okay black superwoman syndrome yeah 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 all of that stuff plays a part yeah so when we have our moments when we're alone I don't want to. I don't want to make any decisions. Yeah. I don't want to be doing anything <laughs> bossed up right now. I just want to land this bed and look crazy. <laughs> and don't talk to me about nothing. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to do that. You have to feel fill your cup in order to fill other people's cup. But we'd be so focused on filling other people's cup that it's like we continuous go home empty, empty, empty. empty. Yeah. Empty. 
Yeah. And wondering why you can't pull. Yeah. Come on. You don't want to be alone because you've exhausted everything with everybody out there. So when you come home, this is not your safe haven anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the word. We just kind of talked about like this this okay it's okay to not be okay i think that that, i want that to be put out into the atmosphere for everybody listening is that it's okay not to be okay especially as a black woman you're a mom you're a sister you're a best friend you're a partner to somebody you're a manager you're doing this you're doing that so it's okay to come home and say i'm alone and i'm okay with being alone and i just need this alone time So I think that that's beautiful. I'm glad that you shared that with us, that it's okay, because we're so hard on ourselves. This superwoman syndrome really makes us feel like we have to be invincible, but nobody's invincible. We're all human, like, and we all have our, like you said, kryptonite, our pieces that kind of unravel us. Sometimes you maybe get it. You could be at work handling all the things, be a boss, and then you come home and you get text messages from that man, and you're like, <laughs> you just become unglued and unraveled. Yeah, so and that's okay. And I think once you take that long time and retreat and really think about your responses to everybody, then you can come back and text him the next day and say, you know what? I don't this don't even require my energy because I'm alright with my alone time and the peace that I had when you were not texting me. Yes. Oh, that's a whole nother subject for another day for him. <laughs> I know they're not ready for that. I think we should title that one "That Man." <laughs> that man, that's all we gonna put. That man. Ooh, okay. They already know what it is. <laughs> Ooh, no, I'm for real. I'm about to write that down. Okay. So, can you tell everybody what is the best date that you've taken yourself on? That was therapeutic for you, I'm sure. Yeah, it was. And made you feel better because I think during this quarantine time, we have so much alone time. And it's like, what should we do with that alone time? So you said you went outside, you got some vitamin D, you wrote some stuff. What are some other things you think people can do to begin the process of loving and becoming comfortable with themselves? Mm-hmm. Uh, that I look, not 
just around my room, just everywhere. If I'm at work, I have um, an affirmation, affirmational quote written down in my notebook or, you know, sometimes in little secret places that I look in my car, I have little things mm. written down. I put them places that I look often because sometimes I, that's how I remind myself mm. because I'm visual. Also, um, I write down a lot of things. So if I feel something, I write it down. I, I unpack it. I have one. I think that with you, I, I have a candid, open relationship that I I try to have, um, you know, if I need to talk about something, mm-hmm. I know that we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And you give me godly advice. You give me real advice. Um, so you always want to make sure you have at least one friend that you can um, just, just be real with yeah. Be transparent with, and they're going to be honest with you. They're going to give you real advice, not just advice that's going to have you up a creek someplace, but some godly advice, something that that'll give you some wisdom. Yeah. Learn something. At the end of the day, I know we're twenty seven, we're twenty eight, we're having a good time, but we really got to grow up at yeah. some point. <laughs> at some point, we got to start acting like the dogs. Yeah. Hey, start. He always look at our parents like, oh, yeah. they're adults. Yeah, it's like okay, I might be, I might be a little, this age, but I'm yeah, still, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think it causes a moment of reflection and introspection. And I, I think, I mean, for me, I don't like, I'm just going to be real. I don't like too much time on my hands. I mean, you know that about me. I just, I can't do, I can't do that. So for me, in the alone time I have, I need structure alone time. So whether my alone time is going to be, I'm feeling my spiritual self, my physical self, my emotional health, like what am I focusing on today? Today it happened to be my physical health. So I needed to get up. I didn't want to get up, but I got up at seven and I'm like, you know what? Like this doesn't have to be a sad season. We really can reframe our mind and look at this quarantine alone time as different. Like, get our health together. Like, that is important to me. Like you said, we're 27, 28. Like, we're about to be in the child rearing age soon. Not soon, but you know, soon. Down there. So, I just got to make sure my body is healthy and ready for a family one day. And I want to make sure I'm around to see things. So, like... Physical health is important to me, eating better. But also my spiritual health has been so important during this time because I meant to ask you earlier, like you said something about, this is what I wanted to come back to. You said something about clean to what God says about you. And I have been thinking of the verse in Philippians and I can't say it now because I don't try to make me no Bible scholar, but he says, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever, whatever is praiseworthy, whatever is lovely, honorable think on these things like and you really have taught me like to cap capture the negative thoughts when they when they surface so it's kind of like 
oh, Tyler, look at this on Instagram. You don't look like her, or you don't do this, or you don't do that. Oh, 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 that's not lovely. That's not pure. That's not edifying. That's not any of that. I had to throw that out because that is not going to do anything for me in this moment. So I just, when you said cling to God, like this time has been an awesome time of just like really clinging to who he says we are. Like he says so much about who we are. And I mean, I can share some verses with you all at the end of this podcast, but they have really like given me the courage as I've had to go back to work to just know nobody, it doesn't matter what anybody out there says, but God has already called me and chosen me. And I have to, I have to step into that in order to begin loving Tyler. Right. Yeah. That's the word. And, you know, I always, I firmly believe that once you gain control of your mind, you can have, you can do anything. Yeah. Once you have control of this, Mm. the world is your oyster, literally, and there's nothing that you can't do. Yeah. We are, we literally stop ourselves, we block our blessings, Yeah. we stunt our growth, all because of this. Yeah. As, if, as soon as we get control of our mind, mm. you're unstoppable. But you move like that. I think you've mastered your mind. And it's not even like an ego thing. It's more of a like, when I walk into the room, I'm sure of who Trinity is. Like, And nobody, I can't compare nobody because I'm so focused in my own lane. I've, I'm so comfortable with who God has called me to be. So I don't have time to like have these feelings of insecure. And if you do, like... I'm, we all have that, but you don't have time to fixate on those moments of insecurity or loneliness or anything. Mm, come on, talk to me, best friend. <laughs> I'm just out here talking to the people, girl, with you. Yeah, I just, I just want to acknowledge that in you. I really thank you for helping me, and you know, I um. I talked to my friend Charity also about this, just like this this common theme, because I want to leave out on the note of us talking to single women, because I think that that's so important right now. Um, single women who are struggling with this topic, um, because we, we're at the age now where a lot of our friends have children, a lot of our friends are getting married, a lot of our friends are becoming homeowners, and moving to different state like we're just at the age where we're evolving into the adults that you said and i think that people feel left behind and they discredit i know i'm guilty of this people feel left behind and they and they discredit everything good in their life because i use that word fixated again they're fixated on what they don't have so they're fixated on the fact that I'm alone, woe is me, which means I need to feel lonely, which means I need to claim these feelings and 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 nurse these feelings of I'm always going to be alone, I'm always going to be the traveling aunt, I'm always going to be this, like, and it's just, it, it breeds misery, it breeds, like, I'm, I'm sure it turns off men because there's just this, like, projection of I'm not okay by myself, I'm insecure and I need you to come here and fill this void, so... How can we just help single women, like, just become content with the season? Like, you know, Paul says there's so much that we can do in the Bible, like, in our se- season of singleness. So what what can we help women do to get to that place of, like, don't do things for, the, for a man. Do things for yourself 
do things because you want to just enjoy where you're at in life? Um, again, I know I sound like a broken record, but I, I'm going to say it all goes back to your perception and your mindset, right? So for me, let's talk about enjoying a, a, a phase in your life. I always say you have to find beauty in whatever in whatever season you're in. Because until you find beauty in it, until it's attractive to you, until it's enjoyable to you, you're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, with, with being single, I always say there's so much beauty in being <laughs> single. Being single is, is, is <laughs> one of the best times in life. You have to find the beauty in it. What What is attractive about being single to you? For me, I love my freedom. I love not having, just doing what I want to do. And, I mean, it's not that I don't have my freedom anymore, but it's just, you know, now you have to take into consideration a whole other person mm-hmm. and how somebody else feels. And it, it's fine. It's not a problem. But I'm just saying there's, there's just beauty in being single mm-hmm. and not having to do that. There's mm-hmm. beauty in being able to get up and go and not having to tell anybody, oh, where you're going. Yeah. Not that there's a problem with telling somebody where you're going. But you're like, I- I'm going to the store and I don't got to come back. <laughs> and it's nice. It's yeah. Like, if you want to get up and go to Key West because you feel like going on to Key West. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just, there's a lot of beauty in, in, in just being able to just <laughs> not have to argue with someone Yeah. Else. But if you arguing with somebody and you alone, it's still frustrating too, friend. It is frustrating, yeah, but... I can't wait. I'm just playing. But you could go to bed and, like, turn your phone off. You all by yourself. You ain't being bothered. Yeah. Yeah. To deal with that man. You're not not gonna go through heartbreak. Yeah. because you feel lonely. Ooh, that is the worst feeling to be with somebody and be lonely, man. It's so, it is. Yeah. And we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, well, friend, I'm just so thankful for your time. I'm glad people got to get an insight to your brain and how it works and how beautiful it is and just how you... Oh, go ahead. Love that. Yeah, put your plugs in, friend. Huh? 
Put your plugs in, girl. <laughs> well, I just want to let the people know we're here. We're yeah. Here yeah. I want to see them thrive and be great. And mm. I want to encourage everyone. And, you know, if you ever need somebody just to be an encourager or just to pray with you, I'm, I'm not perfect. Mm. You know, I never claim to be perfect. I just know that I love God. Yeah. And I know that I'm never going to stop. Mm. That's mm. all that really matters. So just know that I have a heart after God. Hallelujah. 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 We just put a praise on it. No, I love that you said that, friend. Um, her her Instagram handle is Trinity to Infinity 007. <laughs> so you can find her on there. She has some projects in the work. She is an artist. She is an entrepreneur. So please be on the lookout in 2020 for what Trinity has in store for y'all. Okay, best friend. I said we're going to plug you in, girl. Talk to me. Okay, talk to me, <laughs> no, but she's right. I hope that you leave this podcast feeling like there is beauty in alone and being alone. There is beauty in loneliness also because God said he'll turn that into a fullness of joy so I really want you to just yeah yeah I want you to lean into that uncomfortability and allow him to reveal the need the void that you're feeling is because you're feeling it filling it with wrong the wrong thing so let's just get to the place where we're filling our voids with the right thing but this is your second edition of Chat and Chew. I'm so glad you tuned in tonight. Thank you, Trinity, for being my guest host. Thank you for having me, Tyler. I'm so honored. <laughs> and I made a job. Yay. Love you so much. We're signing off. Signing off. Love you more. Bye. <laughs>